Hello and welcome to the Stronger Squad podcast. My name is Chelsea and my aim is to help as many women as possible come away from this idea that dieting has to be shit and miserable, that you have to cut out your favourite foods, that you have to do hours of cardio, that you have to remove carbs and ultimately come away from the vicious cycle of yo-yo dieting so that they can actually achieve year-round healthy fat loss, which is 100% possible if you do it in the right way. If you're interested in working with me and would like to join the next E6 intake, drop me a message on Instagram. My handle is strong underscore girl squad with E6, or just fill in the form in the show notes below. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you have any questions, please just reach out. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Strong Girl Squad podcast. Now in today's episode I am going to be chatting about tips on how to manage your eating habits if you go on holiday or if you have some time away or whatever it is where you're not in your normal routine and a big reason why I'm doing this is because it's one of the most common questions I get asked but also I know in the E6 check-ins this week, the ladies wanted some tips on this. So I thought, what better way than to record a podcast in it and just give you as much information on how to manage eating out whilst on holiday or whilst away or whilst not in your normal routine. And I hope you can take something away from this. Now, first and foremost, I just want to say it's individual preference. Okay, so if you're going on holiday or if you're having some time away, if you just want to completely switch off, you want to completely relax, you're not fussed about hitting your protein goals or hitting your calories or whatever it is, that is totally fine. Personally, for me, when I have time away or when I have a holiday, whenever that is, like for example, I'm going back to Australia at the end of the year. I hope to get some workouts in, but who knows? Um, but I'm going for four weeks. I'm not going to be tracking calories. I'm probably not going to be that mindful of protein, etc., because I am not going to be in my normal routine. And knowing my mum, considering she's already asked me for all the meals that I want her to cook me, you know, love your mum because she does listen to these podcasts. But, you know, they're not always the most healthiest, so to speak. And over in Australia, we bloody love our sauces. We love our creamy pasta. But the point that I'm trying to make is that it really is up to you about how you want to approach the time away or like your holiday. And there's no right or wrong here because at the end of the day, it's up to you. You can do whatever you want. And I think it's really important just to remember that like you shouldn't be trying to diet quickly leading up to a holiday or if you do have time that's planned to be off your normal routine. Like I don't want you feeling stressed about not being hitting protein goals or calorie targets or what you're going to eat. Like you should be just freaking worrying about having a great time, taking a break from reality, taking a break from like your normal responsibilities of life because life is freaking tough sometimes and it's so fast paced and we're always working. We're always trying to get by. So like this time is for you to relax, to chill out, to just enjoy yourself, make memories, things like that. So I, yeah, won't, I, I don't track calories. I'm probably not as mindful as I should be, but you know what? I don't go on holiday very much. So I'm not that fussed about it. For example, when I went and did my walk in Wales the other week, I definitely wasn't mindful of anything. I was eating toasties. I ended up having Taco Bell. 
I ate a lot of lollies, sweets, things like that. But I was okay with that because I knew that's not my normal routine. Like, I know I'm not, that's not my life. Like, I don't normally eat those things all the time. And it was just because it was, I was out of my normal routine. It was a short period of time. And I was like, you know what, whatevs, you know, this is what I'm going to have. I enjoy eating this food. But I think one, um, when you do have that time away and you do tend to like eat things that maybe are a bit more higher calorie or more carbs or, you know, kind of those higher indulgent foods when you're eating them or when you're having that time away like I think it's great that by the end of it you think oh no I'm actually really excited to get back into my normal routine because you can recognize how much better you feel when you are you know fueling your body with more nutritious foods more protein fruits and vegetables so I think that's something to take away from it uh, and not necessarily see it as, well, don't see it as a bad thing if you're being, you know, overindulgent with your time away because, you know, at some point I'm sure you'll recognise throughout that trip or that holiday, you'll be like, oh, you know, I feel a bit frumpy, I feel a bit like bloated, I'm actually really looking forward to getting back to my normal routine and that's really great because it means that you are aware of how good you feel when you are, you know, eating more nutritionally dense foods. Now, when you are away, you don't have to track, you don't have to be conscious of calories, you don't have to be conscious of all that shit. And like, the thing is, is that that's my approach. And personally, like, regardless of if you have a fat loss goal or not, and I know that will be important to you, what's also important is bloody enjoying your life and not being freaking worried about the scales or, oh, I'm not going to hit my calorie target or probably go over like, it's a week off that you get to relax that you should enjoy that you deserve. So I want you to not be thinking about these little mediocre things and be enjoying yourself. But in saying that, if you are someone who wants to be a bit more mindful for the right reasons, I do have a few tips for you so that, you know, you can have them in the back of your mind if you feel like you do want to be mindful and you do want to make a few adjustments so that, you know, maybe you don't feel extra bloated, so to speak. But generally, the principles that you follow in your normal routine, like getting more fruits and vegetables, you know, getting sources of protein in, drinking your water, is what you can follow when you're away as well. Bearing in mind, you know, you may not have access to like certain foods, you know, especially just say if you're at an all-inclusive or wherever it may be. But, you know, there's, there's still options out there for you to try and do if that is something that you want to do. So the basic principles, can you include a portion of protein in each meal? Can you look to add either fruits or veggies with each meal? Like if you know that you want to have a big fat pasta, like I said, like at dinner, can you opt to have maybe some fruit and yogurt for breakfast or, you know, at lunch, do you have to have a big pasta or a big burger and chips like can you opt for something more like a salad with a portion of protein and a portion of uh, carbs and just making these small adjustments throughout the day can make you feel a little bit better about the food that you're you know indulging in or that you're consuming over the time that you're away so I've got, how many tips do I have here? I've got nine tips to give you and I hope that they are helpful. So I think the first tip I would say is like, 
when you're away from home, you're out of routine, you're on holiday, you're probably going to be eating out a lot more than you would normally. So I would say pick one meal of the day that you quote unquote want to treat yourself, that you want to be more indulgent. So like if you want to have like I love my pastas, I love my Italian, I love all that stuff. So like potentially if I was away, I and dinner's my favorite meal of the day. Like I go to town at dinner. So I would if I want to have a big pasta meal with garlic bread or, bread or whatever it is at dinner, then I would perhaps be a bit more mindful about the meals that I'm having throughout the day. So, you know, can I look to have some porridge for breakfast with some fruit? Can I look to have at lunch, you know, um, you know, maybe some salad and some a protein sauce and carb sauce, like I said. You can still have wraps, you can still have sandwiches, and especially if you're, you know, out on the go with the kids, with your partner, with your friends, and you just like, you know, you nip into a shop or somewhere. If you do, then, you know, look at things. Can you have a wrap or a sandwich with a protein sauce? Can you get a tuna wrap or, you know, a chicken sandwich or just being conscious of still getting that protein source in, still um, trying to, you know, get something with some fruits or some vegetables in it because ultimately that's going to help you stay fuller for longer. You know, do you have to have, you know, can you have like a diet fizzy drink? Can you have water instead of, you know, I don't know, a milkshake or a frappe or whatever it is? Do you have to have like all the sides with it? So I think picking one meal of the day where you think, right, I'm going to be a bit more indulgent here. I tend to pick dinner only because one, I really look forward to it. So like, for example, if you decided to like be mindful about breakfast and lunch, it can really, well, I know for me anyway, I get really excited about food, but like knowing that, oh yes, I'm going to have a lovely big pasta at dinner with some garlic bread. I'm going to look forward to that a hell of a lot more because I know that I've fueled my body a bit more nutritiously throughout the day um, and I've been mindful of what I'm eating. So I'm going to look forward to that evening meal 10 times more. If you're eating, you know, if you go for the big brekkie at uh, at breakfast, if at lunch you go on for like, you know, big paninis with lots of cheese, which I love, by the way, with lots of cheese that are quite like filling and bloating, I don't think, well, I know myself, I wouldn't look forward to my dinner as much just because I've already eaten quite high indulgent foods throughout the day. So yeah, it's, it's not something that I'd be like super, super excited about in comparison to if, you know, I had some like fruit and porridge at um, breakfast and then lunch, I had like, you know, more nutritiously kind of dense food. So pick one meal of the day where you want it to be a bit more indulgent. Tip number two is Choose higher protein meals if you can. So based around like things like steak, fish, pork, or, you know, whatever veggie option they have. Um, And you can do that at dinner when you're eating out. You can do that at lunch, things like that. So if you want to be mindful of your protein, go straight to the menu section uh, based around a higher protein meal. Tip number three swap out like creamy cheesy options for more tomato based options just because with the creamy and the cheesy options they are going to be a lot higher in calories yes they are bloody delicious don't get me wrong creamy options and cheesy options are my absolute favorite but if this is something you're being mindful of and just um i don't know if the words disclaimer or whatever it is 
these are just tips okay don't feel like you have to do them but at least you've got them in the back of your mind so yeah choose tomato based over creamy based because it's less calories tip number four when you are actually eating out at a restaurant or whatever it is you don't have to have all courses so pick two of the four so use the two of the four method so instead of having entree main dessert alcoholic drink just pick two of those that you feel that you want to have for example i'm not big on desserts and if i'm eating out and not going out on the lash i don't really drink alcohol um so i would pick an entree and a main um course so pick two don't pick all of them you pick two okay tip number five swap your sides out okay so you know think can you swap your chips for some, you know, delicious vegetables? I know when, you can order some really nice vegetables when you're out, when they have all their seasoning and oils and butters and things like that. So can you swap that out for something like a lovely salad or some veggies? Or the next question is, do you even need the side? Do you need the side or do you think your, you know, main course is going to be enough? Tip number six, still aim to drink, you know, one and a half litres of water. Keep a water bottle with you. This is going to just help with digestion, especially if you are not eating in your normal routine, you're eating out a bit more, maybe you're eating a bit more higher processed, carby, indulgent foods. Getting enough water in throughout the day is just going to help with digestion, but also it's going to also, also, but also, can't speak. It's going to help keep you feeling full for longer. It's going to make sure that you have enough energy, you feel less fatigued. Tip number seven, can you keep a high protein snack with you like in your bag or in your car, like a protein bar, maybe you could have some fruit, maybe some baby bells. Like for example, um, I always keep like a granola bar in my bag. Um, I'll always kind of take some baby bells because it doesn't really matter. Well, I don't know. I think it doesn't really matter if they melt a bit. I personally like the baby bells a bit melted. But I'm not always the best of food like that. Um, you know, can you take some fruit? Just have little things that obviously don't go off in your bag, in in your bag. So that, for example, if the kids want to pop into Greg's and get a little cake or get a little sweet treat, like, do you need that? Or could you have your protein bar? And I know it sounds boring. And obviously I've said, you know, I want you to enjoy your holiday. Like if you want the cake, have the cake. It's really not a big deal. One week out of routine isn't going to kill all your progress. Trust me. But if you're like, no, I don't really need the cake. I'm not hungry. I'm just kind of having it for the sake of it because the kids are having the cake or whatever indulgent treat it is. But to kind of swap it out, can you have a piece of fruit in your bag? Can you have the granola bar in your bag? Can you have the protein bar in your bag? Like just making tiny swaps like that because I think a lot of the time also when we're away or on holiday, well, I know for me, I, I'm i not always hungry, but I just eat anyway because it's there. So like if I'm out with friends and we eat out or we stop at a coffee shop, like I'll probably grab something. I don't need it. I'm not hungry, but I'm like, yeah, I'm here. Why not? So instead of kind of having that mindset, you could have something as an option in your bag. You don't have to have it, but at least it's there because then it gives you the choice as to whether you want to have the cake or you think, no, I'll have this, you know, chocolate protein bar. It'll keep me feeling fuller for longer. It still hits that like sweet spot. And I know that tonight I'm going to have a really lovely indulgent dinner. So I've got that to look forward to. Tip number eight, eat until you're 80% full. This is another thing I'm not always good at. And you know, even though I'm giving you these tips, I like to be as honest as possible. 
with where I'm at and what I do because, you know, I don't always follow these tips, but here they are. Eat until you're 80% full. So this means not continuously eating until your stomach is bloated as hell, you're feeling so, so full that you feel sick. 80% full. You don't want to be feeling sick after your meal, okay? Tip number nine, eat mindfully. Enjoy it. Slow down your eating. Put, so like, just say for example, in terms of like the 80% full kind of thing, um, you know, you don't have to eat everything on the plate. Again, this is not always a great thing for me because I tend to just eat everything on the plate, but you don't have to, okay? So if you have had majority of your meal and you think, you know what, I'm actually quite satisfied right now. I probably don't need to eat the rest of that. I don't need to keep picking out the chips then what you can do is actually put like put it to the side, push it to the side or put a napkin over it because I know if it's still in front of me, I just keep picking out the chips. Like, I don't know how many times I've said when we like when I eat out, I'm like, I'm so full, I'm so full. And here I am. As I say that, I'm still shoving chips in my mouth. So if you don't want to be that person, chuck a napkin over your plate, push it to the side and at least like you know that you've done what you can in terms of kind of not still reaching to pick out whatever's left on your plate. So there they are some tips for you to follow if you are going away, if you're on going going to be going on holiday. But as I keep saying, it's so individual. I think you need to like don't overthink it. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. If you can be mindful with certain things, do so. If you want to indulge and not want to worry about calories protein etc then you do you like it's your holiday it's your week and you know as I said one week or 10 days or whatever it is isn't going to kill your progress that you've made it really isn't and I I think you know women get too fixated on you know they might have spent the last six months or three months or whatever it is six weeks even you know, building their habits, getting more movement in, eating better, and they think that one week's going to kill all that up. It simply doesn't, okay? It, it So just trying to come out of that mindset, that all or nothing mindset that if you go on holiday, you've ruined everything. You haven't ruined everything, okay? It's, it's one week of your life and the world doesn't end. A few things you're not going to do when you come off this holiday, you aren't reducing your calories to try and make up for the food you've eaten it's do not do that it's it's silly and nine times out of ten even if you do try and reduce your calories when you come back you'll probably end up overeating anyway because you've starved yourself and you're like you, you, you put it in the fuck it bucket after a point when you get too hungry and then you overindulge anyway so any deficit that you've been trying to create you probably you know come not necessarily come out of but hopefully you understand what i'm trying to say here don't reduce your calories don't restrict your food you're not going to do extra cardio. You're not going to do extra sessions. Again, it, it's not about trying to make up for what you feel like you've done. It, you should be able to go on holiday, enjoy yourself, and know that it's a lifestyle. It's not like you, before your holiday, you're trying to quickly diet to lose weight, and then when you come back from holiday, you feel like you put a bit of weight on, so you need to quickly try and find like some like outlet or quick fix, so to speak, or do more to try and make up for what you've done you've you've done nothing wrong you've enjoyed yourself you've had a holiday that you bloody deserve so you just leave that behind and take the stress out of it because the world doesn't end just because you go over your calories or just because you put on a little bit of weight over holiday like 
you can lose the weight when you get back. So just make the most of your time on holiday and don't have like these things in the back of your mind stressing you out or making you feel bad because the intention behind your actions goes such a long way. For example, if you come back from holiday and you feel really bad because you feel like you're over eight, you barely moved, you drank too much alcohol. And now your intention is to reduce your calories and do extra cardio, extra sessions. That is because you've overindulged, because you feel bad, because you feel like you need to make up for what you've done. The intention behind that action is negative and it doesn't lead you anywhere. It won't, it, it, it won't get you to where you want. Whereas if you come back from holiday and you think, right, you know, I've had a good holiday. I know it wasn't in my normal routine. I know I definitely overate. I probably drank too much alcohol. I probably didn't move enough, but that's fine. That was my holiday. I'm back to routine. I'm back to normal life now. And now I can get back on quote unquote, my own track of what I feel is my healthy routine. And in a week's time, I'll be feeling so much better. I'll feel less bloated. I'll, I'll feel less frumpy because I'm back to eating my nutritious food. I'm back to training. I'm back to doing my steps. You will probably find that the scales will go up. Okay, so if you get back from holiday and you jump on the scales, it probably will increase. I'm just going to say, say it right now. One thing you're not going to do is get demotivated, is stress the F out and think, shit, I put on this weight, like, what am I going to do? I've ruined everything. As I said, you've not ruined everything. You will probably put on weight and that's an expectation I want you to kind of set yourself from the very beginning. It's not a bad thing. You could, like, most of that weight is probably just from eating too much indulgent food, water retention. If you've consumed alcohol, alcohol also leaves, like, you know, it, inflames the body so to speak maybe you haven't moved as much like there's so many reasons why the scale fluctuates in general but especially coming off holiday when you're not in your normal routine so just expect the scales to go up but don't let the scales dictate your mood okay because it's literally a number it doesn't mean shit so that is one another thing that I want you to keep in the back of your mind few things that I would do if I were you coming back off holiday, you're probably not going to have a lot of motivate. Well, you may not have the motivation to get back into the swing of things. Like when you've been out of routine, you've been chillaxing, you know, been indulging food, you're going to feel a bit sluggish. Maybe energy's not there. You're not going to be, well, I know what I'm like. I'm not. Yes, let's get right back into it. I cannot wait to do all my sessions. I, I'm not that person. It takes me a bit just to get back into the swing of things. And the best thing that I could suggest is don't put pressure on yourself to get all your sessions in, to hit your step target, to count your calories perfectly, to get your protein in. It's not about being perfect. And the sooner you come away from this idea of trying to think that everything has to be perfect in order for you to see results, the, then you, you'll find the process 10 times easier. What I would suggest is that you do schedule your workouts in. You don't have to get in all three, but I would say try and get at least two in. Don't leave it and don't come back from holiday and think, oh, you know what? I'm feeling tired. I'm feeling sluggish. I'm not motivated to get my shit done. I'll just leave it a week and I'll start next week. Do not do that because the longer you leave it, the harder it becomes. Schedule in your two workouts for the week and get them done. It doesn't mean you have to go in and hit PBs. It doesn't mean you have to lift heavier, heavier weight. But something is better than nothing. So showing up for yourself and at least doing something will get you back into the groove of things. When you exercise, you tend to make better decisions around food. You feel more positive. You feel happier. Your mood and your energy increases. So it will just have a really, really positive knock-on effect 
for all the other healthy habits that you tend to follow. Like I said, you don't have to hit your exact step target, but just go for a walk every day, even if it's 20 minutes, okay? Just trying to slowly get yourself back into the rhythm of things without the pressure of trying to hit targets makes things a hell of a lot easier. And also, like I said, you don't have to go back to tracking calories, but what you can do is just make you know a target of, right, I'm going to include fruits and vegetables with every single one of my meals, and I'm going to make sure I get a good protein source in with each of my meals. So don't set yourself specific targets, so to speak, on the week you come back. Just try and start incorporating those healthy habits again. Take the pressure off yourself. Come away from this idea that just because the bloody scales say it's increased that you've ruined everything because you haven't. I'm sorry if that sounds harsh, but like I just I really want to get into your head to, that, you know, like the scales isn't the be all or end all. OK, like even in any type of weight loss results, sometimes like the scales may not go down, but you feel toner, you look leaner, you feel more energized, you feel healthier, you feel confident. But the scales may not go down. And it's like that's absolutely possible. It's just the way the body works. So I think that's my rant over. I hope this podcast has been helpful. If you have any questions about anything that I've spoken about, please just reach out to me. You know where I am. And yeah, just have a few little of these, um, I guess, tips in the back of your mind. And I think the most important part is when you come back from holiday, do not overexercise, do not reduce calories. Just get back into the swing of things. Just pick up where you left off. Take it, you know, if you have to take it a little bit easier on that first week, don't set specific targets. Just try and aim for two sessions. Go for a walk every day. Get some more fruits and vegetables in. You know, get your water in. Just ease your way back into it. Take the pressure off because one week or two weeks on holiday hasn't ruined your progress. And certain things like expecting the scale to be up, expecting to feel a bit lethargic, expecting to not have much motivation is thing like those are the expectations you need to set for yourself so that when you do come back, you know, right, this is I know I'm going to feel this way. And that's OK. My aim is just to take action and just to ease myself back into it. And I think I'll just leave it on that, like with motivation to get back into the swing of things, there's no secret tip there's no magic pill that I can give you to say you know this is what's going to help you get motivated motivation comes from action you start doing the work you get back into the swing of things you see the difference in how you feel and that's your motivation to keep going as always any questions just reach out and I hope this has helped thanks a million for listening to this episode of the podcast I really hope you enjoyed it and I hope that you were able to take home a few tips tricks and recommendations to help you along your journey if you are interested in working with me if you want to join the next intake of e6 like I said earlier just drop me a message on instagram with e6 or fill in the show notes below and I will chat to you on the next episode